0: Welcome to Book Talk with Kara Putman. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Kara Putman, the award-winning best-selling author of more than 30 novels. I write romantic legal suspense and World War II romance, but I read voraciously. Each week I'll introduce you to one of my favorite author friends as we talk books, writing, and life. Be sure to check back frequently for new episodes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Book Talk. And today it's going to be so much fun because I've got Crystal Cadell and Angela Strong with me. And what makes this so much fun is we actually wrote together on this collection that's coming in September, We Three Kings, and what made this one, I don't know, kind of fun. I love writing in collections, but what made this one fun is we were writing different time periods, one in the kind of the turn of the century, one in World War II, and then one contemporary, which you don't always get that wide range of times, but then they're connected by this ornament and um, the family history and just lots of different things where we were really collecting all of these different elements. And really coming together in just a fun way with our editor and each other to really connect all of these different stories in a way that I think you as readers will really enjoy. And sometimes you'll get a collection and will be like, ah, they're just kind of thrown together. And then other times you'll get a collection like We Three Kings where you're like, oh my gosh, these are actually interconnected, interwoven stories. So Crystal, I thought we'd start with you. Can you just tell um, our listeners a little bit about yourself and then like in two sentences, a little bit about your story. Okay.
1: Um, I write historical romantic suspense basically um, because I like danger and romance and just getting people in trouble. Um, So that happens a lot. And actually the book, uh, Star of Wonder, I think is what mine's called. Um, And we have the first Wise member, um, Aldrich Wise, who is a ship magnet. So think of Titanic, but the predecessor. And um, they're traveling from New York to Germany um, on the ship. And they run into some counterfeiting issues.
0: And I love that because that ties into your other books for this publisher, where you've got Counterfeit Hope, Counterfeit Faith. I forget the name of the other one, Counterfeit Love, I think. Mm -hmm. And so you're bringing that whole theme and idea into this novella collection in a way that really fits. And so your readers are going to enjoy that, where people who haven't read your books are still going to really enjoy the setting. And uh, it just really comes in seamlessly with everything that the rest of us are doing. And I had to stop and look because... The novella title for mine, I still don't remember because I didn't have a title as I was writing it, but mine is titled Beauty Bright. Um, And what was really fun for me in writing this novella is I had written Shadowed by Grace, which is set with the Monuments Men in Italy during World War II, and it won a a couple of awards. uh, But that was back in 2015. And then I hadn't done anything with the Monuments Men until this collection. And what was so much fun for me is when Kriegel came to me and asked me to be part of this collection, they wanted me to write World War II, but they said, How about something like perfume related in Paris? And I went, Well, that's an interesting idea, but how about art in Germany? And they went, Okay, that's that could work. And so I was able to actually look at what the monuments men did immediately after the war, which was really fascinating because when I think of the time immediately after World War II, I often am thinking about the Nuremberg trials and things like that. But the monuments men actually were pretty active in that time period, partly with the trials related to the men who were involved in stealing the art, but then also in restoring the art and Uh, repatriating it to the people in the countries that it was stolen from so that became kind of the backdrop to uh, my story but it also is a prequel to the series I'll be writing for Kriegel that'll start coming out next year so that was a lot of fun and then Angela you have the last novella in our collection
2: yeah I didn't realize that they suggested perfume in Paris to you because I know they kind of wanted to do the gold frankincense and myrrh and so I Uh liked how you worked in frankincense with the art with the you know, a painting of the yeah. the wise men. Um, and just, I love both of your stories because I love I love heists, which Crystal's is kind of heistish, mm-hmm. And I love travel uh, where yours is in Germany. So that was fascinating to me. And then mine is, it has to do with myrrh and they suggested um, essential oils. And so the first thing I thought of when I heard of essential oils was we have this company in Boise where I live Called Sensi, and it's not essential oils, but it is um, uh, candles, or candle burner type things. Yeah, and they yeah. have a huge campus, and they have a huge Christmas uh, display every year. And so I immediately thought, well, I'm going to have a character who is a mogul of uh, essential oils and has a campus like Sensi, and hires a um, event coordinator to plan this big Christmas event. And so my story has to do with Myrrh and it ties into my. Um, love off script series whereas um, my main character is a friend uh, from Gemma who is in the first couple of of books and so Gemma shows up in the story as well. Yay Gemma! (laughs) I love Gemma.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So fun and I actually have Scentsy Burners at my house. I have no idea that that's the company you were kind of basing it off of. Yes. So fun. Um, So when you were coming up with these. So one of the things that we did is we all hopped on a phone call and we were talking about how we were going to make this all come together, even down to, um you know, we were basing it off of We Three Kings, so the wise men and coming up with what the last name was going to be and the timelines for the family and all the connections and everything. So how did you figure out how your stories were going to connect with your books that you write as well? Because that's really fun for readers. I know as a reader, when I see those kind of connections or those Easter eggs to other books that an author has written. I love it. But it takes a lot of work to build those kind of strands and connections. And so how did you come up with that, Angela?
2: Oh, I get to start this time? Yeah, you All do.
0: Right.
2: Um, So, well, I started with sensi And um, and then I set the story in uh, Salt Lake, um, which is close to Boise. Yeah, I've been there. And Christmas is a big thing there. So I thought that would be a good... Uh, setting to explore. And um, so be- because it's not too far from Portland where my series is set and I have um, Gemma's parents live in Salt Lake. So I just sent her home for Christmas. And then um, because in my upcoming book, which will come out the month before this collection, she does find love. And so she is like in this place where she's encouraged. Yes, exactly. Her debut. So she's in this place where she's encouraging Friend, it's okay. It's okay to um, fall in love. You can let yourself fall in love. So that's how mine are tied together. I love I can't wait to read it. Yeah, I know. Okay, and I, I? just want to say real quick too. So um, in the first book, Husband Auditions, Gemma, who is in the main character of Hero Debut, she's a screenplay writer, and she's testing out if she can break out of being duct taped to a chair. And. Um, <laughs> And so Crystal and her writing group actually tried that. Oh, that's so funny! <laughs> it's a lot harder than you think it would be. So, who was duct taped? Was it you that was duct taped? Yes, it was me who was duct taped. And think. you used the advice, and it did work. I never actually tried it. Oh, um,
1: I can't remember now. We had so much fun. Like we did a whole photo
2: shoot. Yeah, we're just we get into trouble when we're together. <laughs> Yeah, I never actually tried that. I have been, um, I have had my writing group block me in a trunk before to see if I could escape. <laughs> I want to say it did work, but okay,
1: it's uncomfortably, like I bruised.
2: Okay, I might have
0: to try that. <laughs> That's crazy. And the hero ad- audition was so much fun and I love the cover for the hero debut. So I can't wait yeah. to read it because it's just, So much fun. It just has this really fun vibe to it. Now, Crystal, how did you figure out, did you know that you were going to just carry over the counterfeiting theme? Or was that something you had to kind of work through to kind of figure out? uh, Or did you know going in that you wanted to have that connection? Or was that something that you kind of came to later as you were thinking about the novella?
1: I love books that are connected. So I went into it going, how can I connect this? Um, So (laughs) The the heroine of the story is Celestia Isaacs, which is Josiah Isaacs' sister, and he's in the Secret Service. And Italians were really big counterfeiters back in that time period, and they were unique in that they did the counterfeiting in Italy and then shipped it over and then would distribute it there. So I kind of tied the shipping in with theirs being the way it got into the country, and it was just a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, because you did, didn't you consider like actual gold and black mm-hmm. gold, which is oil.
1: Yeah, I I went through when they gave me the theme of gold. It took me a long time to figure out how to make that work because you wouldn't believe just how limited, even at the 1880s, some of that stuff was already completely taken over. Like oil, I couldn't do an oil magnet because there was already mm-hmm. established. So.
0: Yeah. And when you're doing historicals, you're trapped in a certain level by what was already in place. And, you know, for me, when I was doing, I guess, what is it? Beauty Bright? (laughs) I still have to look at what's the title. Um, I knew I wanted to do the Monuments Men because there were so many more stories related to them. But it was as I was doing the research and things. And then it was really as I started writing the first book in the suspense series that I figured out how to tie it in. Because I kept going, I'm writing a contemporary romantic suspense series for Kriegel, and they've asked me to do a World War II novella. And normally you wouldn't put those two things together. So it was kind of interesting to try and figure out what the connection was going to be. And then when it popped, I was like... This is going to be so cool for people who read both of them and they're going to, when they figure it out, cause there's such a tight connection, but you won't necessarily, if you haven't read the novella, you won't be like, oh, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But when you've read both, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that this is the connection. And so I can't wait for people to read both and then get back to me and go, oh, you did that? And I'm going to be like, yep, yep. I went there. I did that. Okay. That but, is awesome. That
2: makes me want to read all of them now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know and i don't want to tell people because it's their books that aren't out yet and so and it's not coming out till may of 2024 so it's quite a ways it's like a year from now and so but the connection when people read it i think they're gonna be like oh my gosh this is really it's kind of it's gonna fill in lots of uh, lots of things for people so it's gonna be fun i think or i could really be disappointed And then I'll just be rocking around depressed in June. Being like, oh, Oh, no, no, no,
2: that's what matters. (laughs)
0: So when you're researching, when you're coming up with your ideas, what comes first, the plot point or the character? Crystal?
1: Oh, it depends. It like, it changes almost every time. Um, For the novella, It was the characters first because we kind of had to work from that angle and Mm -hmm. then figure out the plot from there. So.
0: How about you, Angela?
2: Um, I think it depends. When you do a series, it's probably more about character because you're continuing characters from past books. Um, For this one, my character is actually uh, my heroine is uh, pregnant. And so I had to get approval to have a pregnant heroine. And so my favorite part of that conversation was asking my editor, can I have a pregnant heroine? And she said, well, how'd she get pregnant? (laughs) And so to which I said, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) (laughs) But then I clarified and we got approval for that. What about you?
0: Um, For this one, it was actually the plot because I knew I wanted to do Mm -hmm. the Monuments Mm -hmm. Men. Um, And then as I kept doing research, I kept getting more ideas. Uh, and So when I do historical, it often starts with the what if, it's some kind of historical hook. Whereas when I'm doing a contemporary, it can depend. It can be a little more fluid. I might have an idea for a character or I might have an idea for, um, I might've seen, like I was just reading an article today about someone who um, actually proved someone had been improperly convicted of murder and got him out and then his life was destroyed and so I'm like "Ooh, what can I do with that and so that'll probably show up in a book at some point but now it'll just be stewing in the back of my mind and I'll come up with a character that that's the right story for that character and you know
1: but and now you have sparked ideas in my brain and my brain's going off in different
2: directions. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah I get a lot of ideas from true life stories too to the point that my kids will tell a story and they'll be like mom This is my story. You do not have permission. And I'm like, but it's so good.
0: (laughs) But my husband is always reading. So he'll send me articles. This might be a good story or this might be Mm -hmm. something what. And so, you know, but I get the New York Times, like their newsletter every morning. And I get Wall Street Journal headlines and different things like that, just as ways to have constant kind of input of ideas. And you never know when one will take off. Like another one I saw today was, there is a prince, a princess school. I don't normally write princess stories, but I write suspense.
1: I could have a lot
0: with that. There's a lot we could do with that. Rachel mm-hmm. Howe would it go one direction, I would go a different direction, and you would go, <laughs> go different directions. <laughs> and all coming from the same article. And so I think that's part of what's so fun with writing. That I would be a
2: fun lot. collection. Like, have the, all the authors mm-hmm. write a different princess in this school? Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Wait, I have a now for that. There we go. Ah. <laughs> I have a chair that's not too far away from me, too. Ah. <laughs> okay, I gotta grab it. Yes. Oh. Okay. Um, Kara, I was also wondering if you wanted to talk oh. about the um, inspiration for the heritage because I feel like that played a big part in our collection. You're traveling and mm-hmm. oh, and how yeah. that into our story.
0: Well, that's true because. Uh, part of the heritage is that they're German and even on the cover which we don't have the arcs yet um that I guess you can't really that it's a Christmas ornament and the reason we did that is um, because when we had traveled as a family in Germany the first time I did study abroad was actually in Hanover Germany for two months and then we went back um, for a service trip and we were there for a Christmas. And of course, now I'm forgetting the German word for it, Christmas market and collected a bunch of um, those German cutout ornaments and things. And so uh, I actually went back a year ago when we were already knew we were going to be doing this collection and picked up a bunch of those ornaments so that we can use those in giveaways with the collection when we're doing marketing, because we were like, we need to include that as part of the heritage, um, along with some of the different and things that they talk about um, just from having had experience uh, kind of living there for a couple months and and getting to know different people who live there. Um, And so that was really kind of fun to pull that in. Um, And especially even in the World War II piece, having been there and in Hanover, I actually pulled in Hanover because Hanover was 90% destroyed in World War II. And that's really driven home when you go to the Rathaus there, which is like the town hall. And they've got dioramas from 1939 and 1945 and then other time periods. So you can see how the town grew and shrunk. And you see just the contrast between 1939 and then 1945 and how destroyed the city was. Um, it really kind of put into stark relief just how dramatic um, the impact of the war was in Germany. And so I wanted to capture some of that because it can be easy to um not overlook but just we get so caught up in the horrors of the war on other populations like the jewish population and the roma populations and can forget what it was like if you were a german citizen as well
2: so yeah and then i use that in in my story because salt lake actually has the chris kindle marked which i believe is the word you were looking for and <laughs> yeah and they have a tradition. Um, based on german folklore of a saint who um is out riding around and he finds this guy who's cold and so he takes off his cloak and he cuts it in half and he gives half of the cloak to this guy who's cold and um and then people in the in the town went to like celebrate him but he was so humble he went and hid in the goose house and so they all grabbed lanterns and went looking for him so this there's actually a lantern parade and i didn't mention the title of my story which is perfect light And so it just all seems like it came together.
0: I love that. Mm -hmm. And Crystal, did you pull in some stories like that into yours?
1: Yes, my brain went away for a minute. But yes, (laughs) (laughs) Um, it wasn't so much the, well, I did do, um, oh, how do you say his name? He's like the bad guy of Santa. Um,
2: Oh, yes. Uh, um, Oh, what is his name?
1: Like. They made a horror movie out of it, too. Oh. Is it Krampus? Krampus, yeah. Yes. Krampus is one of the names. Um, Neck Rupert or something like that. So depending on where you're at in Germany, depends on what they call him. But what the story is, is um, Santa, of course, gives the gifts to all the children. But for the children who are bad... Um, you have the chance of being kidnapped by Nectarupus and being switched or just taken away forever in some dark, like it's a very dark story. Um, So I I did not give quite the details on what Krumpus does, but he is included a little bit in the story. Um, I do St. Nicholas Day. So where the candies get put in the shoes and I had a fun tie in with that.
0: That is so cool, because I also pulled in, um, down in Bavaria, they do the, um, oh, shoot, Uh, oh, Epiphany. Epiphany is a lot bigger than actually Christmas is, and so pulling that in and making that a big part of the end of the story. So I love how we were all pulling in these different pieces of kind of that heritage and the the elements of how people celebrate and um, just those pieces of culture, because that's a really... That's really kind of fun. I'll Um, put on my
2: Santa hat for St. Nick. There we go.
0: There you go. I feel so underdressed. Y'all keep pulling out all all the toys we keep putting around our desk. (laughs) I just have Wonder Woman up there. That's all I've got. Just lots of Wonder Woman. That's
2: awesome.
0: (laughs) Uh, So what's next for y'all? Angela, you've got the hero debut coming in August. So tell us a little bit about
2: that. So I mentioned that um, she's a screenplay writer, and so she's trying to make her story authentic. I feel like these should be mirrored. My sunglasses should be mirrored. They don't count. Um, Yeah, so she's a screenplay writer who goes to Citizens Police Academy. And my friend, author Heather Woodhaven, and I actually did go to Citizens Police Academy here in um, Meridian, Idaho. And it was just so fun that it inspired this story. And it started out with um, the cop who was teaching. He comes in and he's like, all right, who's the writers? And Heather and I are like, we're the writers. And he said, okay, I just have to get this off my chest. I just have to clarify. When a policeman saves somebody, he does not take off his shirt. He's like, that's (laughs) what they do. And all the shows, they're taking off their shirts to rescue people. But that does not happen. That is not authentic. Do not write police officers taking off their shirt. And so that made it into the story, and I had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> that is awesome. So, so she goes to the she goes to the police academy, and she has a crush on the the police officer who's teaching, but she causes all kinds of trouble for him because she's Gemma. So
0: <laughs> I love it, and I did the FBI Citizens Academy. Yeah. yeah, and so those are the best. They are so you learn so much, but they're also just a lot of fun to kind of get immersed into career and learn those things like yeah. don't have them take their shizzle. I mean who in their right mind would think a police officer is going to do that in the middle of an emergency?
2: Oh well <laughs> I refrain <laughs> from know. comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so What are you working on next?
2: Um,
1: so I'm working on an unofficial project um, but it's connected to the Counterfeit Love series or Hidden Hearts series. So um, if you read Counterfeit Love there's a, a mention of a three-legged goat being stolen from the circus. And I start the book out with that scene of that happening. So um, hopefully it's in proposal. We'll see what happens right now. I'm just writing it and having fun. Other than that, I mean, Counterfeit Hope released in February and Counterfeit Faith released in May. So those are all out there for you guys to kind of dig into and enjoy.
2: That three-legged goat thing. I just love stuff like that because you can't make that up. Like that has to come from somewhere. That has to happen in real life. It's crazy.
1: (laughs) There are some amazing videos out there because I had to research how like she would move. And so it was fun.
0: (laughs) There's a video for everything.
1: Yes. Yes, there is.
0: That's so crazy. And that's the kind of stuff that readers don't always appreciate that we're watching videos like that. (laughs) How does a three legged goat move? What's the gate like? And because if you don't do it, someone's going to call you on it, but nobody realizes we're literally watching.
1: How does that actually work? (laughs) The details we research can be interesting. For Counterfeit Faith, I had to research bathrooms. Like they used in the 1880s, they didn't, there were bathrooms in like the richer places. But if you're talking like a house of refuge, there's a bunch of outhouses in the alley. So yeah. I had to look all that up and research about nightmen who take away the the nastiness. So ah. my research was very interesting, that
2: that book.
0: That's why I write 1940s forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's still so much research involved in that though. I can't imagine writing historical. That's gotta be so hard.
0: there's research in modern day stuff too though but it doesn't involve who takes away the nasty stuff I don't
1: understand how y'all can deal with the technology in the contemporary I'm like Uh, keep me away
0: yeah (laughs) there's research in everything it's just a question of what we're going to research so what's your favorite part of writing Angela
2: um I call it, it's a rule that I made up, kind of like there's the save the cat rule. I made it my own rule. And it's the nose plays, like nose. And it comes from Ocean's, I think it's 13, when Ah. Matt Damon's, he he puts on a fake nose because they're doing this whole con thing. And he puts on a fake nose. It's just part of his costume to make him look different. And later on, when they have to change their plot a little bit around, um, they're trying to figure it out. And then his nose actually comes into play when they're reworking the plot and they all start yelling nose plays. So so when I'm writing a book and I'm stuck and I'm like, I don't know, I look back what I've already written and then I'm able to fit the pieces together in an unexpected way. And I start yelling, the nose plays. (laughs) And that's that's my favorite moment right there. Like I start dancing around the house and my family's like, oh, the nose must have played again. (laughs) I love that. How about
1: you, Crystal? What's your favorite part? I'm way more boring I actually like the developmental edits
2: you should say normal you're more normal <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the developmental edits because I'm faced with a problem and I get to solve it and mm-hmm. so I just I like trying to figure out how to fix a problem with the story
2: well that's kind of the same thing though right the nose yeah wave.
0: yeah now you've got a new way to say it <laughs> yeah, nice.
1: i'm gonna yeah. have to go back and watch oceans 13 i haven't watched it since it came out so
0: oh it cracks me up <laughs> oh, those are some of the best the the mm-hmm. chemistry between like george clooney and brad pitt and matt damon pretty good pretty good yeah,
2: they're they're collaborating kind of like we get to collaborate with this so we're kind mm-hmm. of like i'll just compare us ocean's to, ocean's three th- oceans three yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: And now we'll have our, I really do think maybe instead of like a Princess High School, we'll have Princess University.
2: That could work. I like it.
0: That would be so fun.
1: Yeah. yeah. I could dip I, I, my I, toes into contemporary.
0: Well, because it it, could, it would have a historical feel to it because of mm-hmm. course it's in a castle. Yeah. I mean, of course. I'll have to send you the link. It's a pretty yes. cool building. Please do. Yeah, two princesses graduated over the weekend from this particular one. And another one's, you know, and there's, but it's really, yeah, I'll have to send you the link. I don't want to give it all away because it's really kind of a cool idea. Anyway, <laughs> you know, this is how ideas come to life is you get these really interesting things pinging around in your brain. And the next thing you know, you have ideas that turn into stories. There's <laughs> so many, ideas. not enough time. yeah. I don't usually have that problem I usually you know there are people who say they have like 50 ideas in their head at any one time I don't usually have that problem um I gotta get better.
2: I, I have enough to share with you <laughs> I'll send you all my historical ideas because I'm never gonna write them there you go yeah I, I
0: have any, like crime yeah
2: any
0: ideas, those kinds of things but the got crime
1: section them. in the bookstore is one of my favorites
0: true
2: crime i love true crime too
0: i just need to start listening to crime podcasts that would I can hook
1: you up we've got a few that we listen to
0: yeah all right well thank you everyone for tuning in uh we three kings comes out in september and be on the lookout we'll be doing all kinds of fun promo for it but If you're looking for a collection that will get you in the Christmas mood, then We Three Kings is it. And we had a lot of fun coming up with our story ideas related to the Christmas Carol, but then just riffing off of that and having fun with gold, frankincense, and myrrh, having fun with the different time periods and then tying it all together. And so I hope you enjoyed listening to how we came up with our ideas and put them all together, but then also learning more about how Crystal and Angela write their books and the other stories that they write. So thanks so much for joining me, Crystal and Angela. It was so much fun just to get to hang out and chat with you all. Thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. Thank you. If you enjoyed this conversation, remember you can join us live on my facebook page on tuesday evenings at 8:30 p.m eastern standard time for the next conversation i'd also be grateful if you'd leave a review on your favorite platform i love to hear from you so be sure to leave a comment on this episode's show page at karaputman.com and you can also interact with me on facebook instagram or twitter And don't forget, when you join my e-newsletter, I send you a copy of Dying for Love, the novella that launches the Hidden Justice series, as my gift to you. Thanks again for tuning in.